Please subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. We have like 40, 40 YouTube subscribers. Nice. And you may think that I'm saying that to make fun of us, but I think I'm also kind of saying it just to pat myself on the back. Nice, dude. You, you put zero effort into YouTube. I, I know. Exactly. You I know. No, you dude, the only YouTube effort I put in. I know you avoided it all, God. Because fuck it. I don't have any video editing skills. Maybe I'll develop them at one point. We had Brett fucking send us that cool video background. I'll show you that shit. Nah. One of our listeners just got a uh, an internship with some like digital ad agency. So he's like, hey, man, I just got used to, uh, I had to learn how to use the program After Effects, like a video mm-hmm. editing program. I guess it's pretty cool. Like, you know, common program to learn in that field. <laughs> he's like, I needed something to make. I, I needed to practice. I knew I wanted to be Dragon Ball related. And then he's like, yo, I'll do something for the super dope. And I was like, super dope. So maybe one day awesome. I'll figure out video editing enough to be able to use that cool thing that he made us, which actually took video editing ability. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. So with Libsyn, what we publish on, it just pushes. Uh, pushes. It just it's pushes. Disgusting out. word, guy. Yeah, it pushes. <laughs> it's like pus and frush. Yeah. But what the fuck is a frush? Mm. It's like push and pus and push, like push and uh, oh, yeah, push man. and pus. Yeah, it's just gross. Crush where the R come from, from the ridiculousness of the term. <laughs> so, we're talking about the Broly panel that happened at New York Comic Con. Uh, shit, just over an hour ago, it started at 7 15 on Friday night. This is what cool kids do on their Friday nights, hey, they man. drink beers and live stream fucking panels from uh. From New York Comic Con. Hey, I could be at Friday Night Magic right now. See, I'm not sure if you mean that earnestly, if you're saying it as a joke. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, man. <laughs> All right, cool. Actually, I told myself when I went home last night, I'm like, find out where that half a Magic deck is that I have. Ooh. And I forgot to do it. Because once I realized the panel was at six, I hustled my ass over here and totally forgot about it. <laughs> so, the trailer dropped yesterday. Not on purpose. Hmm. Leaked. I believe leaked. It leaked. Is that the proper uh, term? Vaping like Norm? Yes. So it leaked yesterday, a day early, from some douchebag in China. (laughs) And the internet blew up. I definitely did not expect to wake up to it yesterday morning. It was meant to premiere at New York Comic Con today. Yeah, man, but China's got us. They got us. uh... You hear about that shit? No. Tell Chinese uh, computer manufacturers are sneaking uh, backdoor chips onto motherboards, what? and they're all over the fucking place. Little tiny fucking chips, and they can just fucking access systems anytime they want. And they make everything so fucking. Yeah, right. <laughs> they got the fucking god hack. Right. They're gonna see whatever they want. Yeah, man. Like, hey, man, you want to pass for cheap labor? That's cool, but. <laughs> We're going to be able to invade your shit at the time <laughs> shit ever yeah, arrives. All your fucking porn hubs are going to stop working at the same time. <laughs> That's nightmare fuel. Don't, don't say that. They know exactly what I need to see every time I see it. I'm like, oh, wow. How'd they, wow. How'd they know? China, man. <laughs> right? What the fuck? So the Broly panel happened. Trailer dropped yesterday, okay? So the trailer is framed firmly, exclusively, in the past of Dragon Ball. So 
I've had like a day and a half to marinate on it. If you're part of the Patreon page, you can hear like my fresh reaction on the OGDB Super Dope. Because that, that shit dropped yesterday, right before me and Carlton recorded those shows. We did OGDB first, because I wanted to like, oh my god, you see that trailer, blah, 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 and fucking, you know, be a nerd about it. And then we did the My Hero Academia podcast. I've had a day to sit on it, and while I still am super excited, this is going to be, I think, an amazing movie. I hope. Uh, an amazing movie. There's some changes that this trailer tells you was going to happen in terms of like the timeline and the established canon of Dragon Ball. And it kind of changes it a little bit. It retcons it in a couple cases, it seems, unless we are all um, gravely misunderstanding what they mean when they say three Saiyans born around the same time. Hmm. Could be that. But it seems like, based on this trailer, Goku, Vegeta, and Broly are all roughly the same age. When I always thought it was pretty common knowledge, Vegeta was anywhere from like at least five to eight years older than Goku. That's a little bit of a change. Vegeta was already off planet Vegeta when it got destroyed. And this still could be the case, but I don't know. Um, the other notable change is really the age of, of Goku. So the uh, this trailer seems like it's going to be the... I think I think I'm about to use the word amalgamation. That first of all, is that a real word? Second of all, I think yeah. it is, but did I use it properly? Judge says yes. All right, how judge? Uh, this is going to be the combining. I think is what I really want to use. Um, it's going to be a combination of like several already established, you know, saying stories that we know. Uh, part of it's going to be Bardock, the father of Goku. The other part of it, even though the Bardock father of Goku leads into, you know, Goku taking off to Earth, that all those two stories kind of intertwine. But I view those two stories as, you know, kind of their own separate entities to the extent of uh, it's it's Bardock's last stand and it's the beginning of Goku's journey. So they're going to bring those two back together. They're going to bring Broly into that equation. They're going to bring the destruction of the planet Vegeta, which is the Bardock story with, with Frieza. What I think is interesting is it seems like. They're going to show how Frieza came to enslave the Saiyans in the first place. And King Cold shows up in this movie. The Ginyu show up in this movie. Dope. Yeah. I can't wait to see the fucking Ginyu Dope. poses that we get in this movie. Fuck yeah. I'm dude. sure we'll get the classics, but I hope we get a couple of new oh, ones too. Oh, yeah. You know it. Um, but the, the the Ginyu show up. Frieza shows up. Uh, Zarbon, Dodoria show up. King Cold shows up. And the Saiyans are like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We've got no choice but to bow down and basically do whatever the hell you tell us to do. Um, so it's taken all of those stories, the enslavement of the Saiyans, the destruction of the planet, the Bardock story, Goku's origin, uh, Broly's origin, obviously, but then it seems like they're making a couple of tweaks to Vegeta's origin, at, at least maybe in, in terms of like how old he is. So it's taken like these four or five separate Saiyan stories that we've all been exposed to in, in different iterations over the last 30 years, and it's kind of bringing them all together. It's all establishing them in this new Dragon Ball Super canon. And I think that's cool. I'm totally down with that. I don't think you had to bring Broly into it to make it work. But if you can, and it's cool, and he's an interesting character, and the fucking revenge, the vendetta piece of this plot makes sense, as opposed to, yo, bitch, we was born on the same day, and you cried so much. I hate your guts. Right, that was a weak plot. That's basically the whole plot of the Broly movie. <laughs> Besides, like, the Paragus understandingly 
uh, passing on the 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 grudge that he has against King Vegeta to you know Prince Vegeta, and then the whole comet thing. So mm. weird movie. They better not try to bring that comet shit in here. There's been a couple of new things that came out about Planet Vampa and the fucking spider monsters that we're gonna see on that planet and. I don't know. I'm not trying to get bogged down in those details. I'm sure the planet will play a role in some way, shape, or form. So, didn't Toriyama originally want to make like a three-hour epic? He did. Yeah, the runtime for Broly is just under two hours. So it's still pretty long, but had Toriyama kept in all of the shit that uh, he wanted to in the original script, it would have been like about two and a half Pushing three hours, maybe. But it's confirmed at round two, just under two. It's just under two hours. That's pretty dope. And that, I th- I'm pretty sure that would be the longest. That yeah, almost positive. That's be. the longest Dragon Ball be. movie. That's pretty dope. I yeah. mean, because I'm I'm thinking like, how the fuck are they supposed to fit all this origin story in with all this fucking whole new world building nonsense? You know. Well, I mean, like we said, I think that they're gonna benefit from a narrative perspective and trying to like fit all that shit in because it's stories that we're already familiar with. Mm. In the case of Bardock and Frieza, in the case of Goku's origin, in the case of Broly's origin, in the case of Vegeta's mm. origin. Yeah, but the only know, new thing that stuff. we're seeing, the only kind of new thing we're seeing animated, and I say kind of new because it's in the manga and it's established canon, even though most fucking people hate it, is we're gonna get the Dragon Ball minus story introduced in Goku's mother, Gine. So. How does that change? That's probably going to change my interpretation or my feelings about Bardock, seeing him a married man, seemingly raising Goku to toddler age. It he, Goku looks so old when he gets sent off in the space pod in this preview. He looks like he's at least two or three years. He's old enough to stand. He's old enough to fucking get emotionally sentimental at saying goodbye to his parents. He's old enough to wear a fucking pair of Saiyan armor or a set of Saiyan armor. And he goes to Earth. If, if the story follows as we know, Grandpa Gohan finds him. He's like, wow, this poor little kid, which, you know, was supposed to be a baby, but is now like a two or three year old toddler hmm. who's a fucking space warrior. Hmm. Call yourself the king of the space warriors. <laughs> warriors. Warriors. So, Grandpa Gohan, good luck taming that fucking beast. I mean, a, an infant Saiyan who just fell down a canyon and smashed his brain into being nice. All right, I could follow that one. A three-year-old saying who just showed up to the fucking world who could probably whoop your ass if he's been hanging out with Bardock and Gine in any type of familial uh, you know, setting on Planet Vegeta. No, I can't see that. I don't care if you're the fucking world's greatest martial artist. Go on. I don't care if you're tricky. You're not expecting a little baby, a little toddler to do that shit to you. Boom, you're dead. Hmm. And then, you know, he ends up being dead anyway. Oh, geez, I don't want to say it because you're just going to get mad at me. Retcon, all a DB, new original DB, DB. Imagine? Okay. <laughs> it's not super, it's just okay. DB, DB decent. DB, great. DB, DB, okay. <laughs> right? So, I don't know, that part of it, it doesn't particularly bother me, if we're being honest. If, if they think that making Vegeta and Goku and Broly all around the same age... Is gonna somehow further the narrative for what they plan to do with super long term. Honestly, I'm okay with it. But a lot of people are fucking pissed. <laughs> They're like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Three Saiyans born around the same time. What? Well, <gasps> they say around. Yeah, around. Around typically doesn't mean within eight years of each other, dude. Well, obviously. Not even six years. Well, I don't know if it's obvious. I would say three Saiyans born around the same time. I'd say within like 
18 months, maybe two years of each other. That's just me, though. I don't know. I don't fucking fuck with kids, so. <laughs> kids are annoying as hell. Uh, yeah. They're more annoying than fucking dogs. You have to come in and out the room. Right. So, that part of it was a little, um, you know, the rec- the obvious retcon, the, some of the continuity in terms of timelines, ages of some of these characters piss some people off but for me it didn't piss me off so much as really beg the question the main through line throughout this entire trailer is three saiyans their fucking fate intertwined weirdly throughout their entire lives they keep pushing that three saiyans thing three saiyans thing Hmm. it's not it's no longer about this one legendary berserker super saiyan who's gonna fuck up the entire planet like broly's narrative has been portrayed in the past it's no longer like that it's more about how this dude's life and his roots and his origin are directly intertwined to not only Goku's like they were in the first movie, but also to Vegeta's as well. Outside of the connection to, you know, obviously King Vegeta given the order to kill Broly. Broly and Vegeta don't really have all that much of a connection at all. So now the roots of these three characters are going to be firmly intertwined and we're doing a whole fucking movie about it. Not only that. We're going to get to face down the guy who, order, you know, not ordered the destruction of, but ultimately executed on the destruction of the Saiyans and Frieza. And we know that Goku, Vegeta, and Frieza, in terms of their friendship level, they ain't friends. But they could probably, like, walk by each other on the street and be like, and not kill each other. So I think Broly coming in and seeing that kind of scenario, he'll be like, what the fuck? You guys hang out with this guy now? He, just, he ordered the destruction of our race. I think that'll play into it in terms of the Frieza arc and how that whole thing ties into it. Um, I don't know. I don't know for sure, though. But I'm wondering if they're kind of setting up to have Broly be a long term character. That's what I was just thinking. In Super. Just like beyond this movie. uh, With uh, Resurrection F, they set up, you know, I guess. Well, yeah. Battle of Gods brings in Beerus and Whis. They become permanent characters. Resurrection F brings back Frieza. He seemingly now is not a permanent, but a recurring character. Mm -hmm. They've relied on him more in Super than I ever thought that they would, especially with the Tournament of Power. And now they can, like, have uh, Broly as a permanent villain and they can chase him across the multiverse and... I don't know if they would go that route. I, w- I would wonder if either, like you said, when we were right. watching the redemption panel, arc, yeah. is it like a redemption thing where Broly can somehow come over to the light side, maybe not be like a regular Z-Warrior, but maybe a recurring character? Hmm. Who knows? Um, or maybe they are going the, you know, let's make Bro- Broly makes money, yo. Let's fucking bring Broly into everything. Right. And Broly becomes the third guy along Goku and Vegeta. Because that's one of the common fucking complaints about Dragon Ball. It's like, man, it's the Goku and Vegeta show. Remember when Piccolo was cool? Remember when Gohan was cool? Remember when Tianchenhan, Krillin, everyone else was cool? Like now villains. it's just Goku and Vegeta. So how do you combat that? You bring in a third Saiyan on the power level of them. I think. I mean, maybe that would help the situation. So that's the initial reaction on the trailer for me. I'm okay with how it resets everything. So moving on to the panel that we saw tonight. Monaco Real, happy birthday. We love you. Voice mm. actress for Bulma. Mm. Joe Reynolds tried to talk some shit on her polka dot dress. I didn't appreciate that, Joe. Uh, if you watched the live stream on Facebook, you know what I'm talking about. I just thought it was weird how it matched the laptop. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> kind of blended perfect. in there yeah. a little much. <laughs> a little weird. Uh, she moderated this panel today. So for the first 20 minutes, they bring out uh, Masako Nozawa and they bring out two of the head animators for the movie. Uh, Tatsuya Nagamine was supposed to be at this con appearance, but 
He had to cancel two or three days ago due to unforeseen circumstances. I don't know what that means. It could mean something personal in his life. It could mean like they're backed up on production. I don't want to try to speculate as to what yeah. that could mean. But Somebody always cancels. Yeah. He didn't make the trip from fucking Japan. I wouldn't want to make an 18-hour yeah. flight either. First 20 minutes of the panel, Almas Gonozawa and these two lead animators on the film. And nothing super groundbreaking was said. It was just cool to see Masako Nozawa and Monica Real interact. Little suspect on that fucking translator. Yo, what up, Greg, Greg? Is it going to be like a flashback way through? Oh, so decent question from James Bubsy in, re in regards to uh, the structure of the movie. I honestly think the first 20 to 30 minutes of this movie, as the website reported last week, it's the website reported expect to cry in the first 20 to 30 minutes. It's highly emotional. Hmm. You know what that means? All the Saiyan fucking folklore that we have to catch up on is going to happen in the first 20 to 30 minutes of the movie. And I'm sure we're going to cry when Goku says goodbye to his fucking parents who suddenly aren't just like these savage space warriors. They, warriors. Yeah. They're fucking parents who like love their children and stuff. Hmm. Woof. Woof. Who knows about that? Not Blech. us. Blech. You got dogs. I've got nobody. Woof. So, um, in terms of Nozawa specific stuff from the con, uh, from the panel, nothing too groundbreaking. You know, Monica Real tried to push the uh, anything you can tell us, and, and she basically just mm. deflected, said, "You know, my lips are sealed." But mm. you know, the fights in this movie are some of the most amazing things I've ever seen in terms of Dragon Ball. Uh, she did say a nice thing about Akira Toriyama sensei, if I'm being fucking Sean Schemmel. Um, <laughs> and any, it's really, everybody says that. I'm the only yeah. douchebag who doesn't. And But when Schemmel says it, I'm just like, ugh, stop it. Yeah, he's a little much. A little sometimes. So she says that it's great battle scenes. She did say this nice line about Akira Toriyama where he once paid her a compliment and he said... For whatever reason, when I'm trying to come up with Dragon Ball stories, I hear Goku's voice first, and suddenly my pen just starts moving. Hmm. He hears Nozawa's voice in his head, and that's what compels him to write the next Dragon Ball story. I thought that was that was pretty endearing. I like that. About 20 minutes into that, Shemmel comes out. Uh, he brought out a nice bouquet of flowers uh, for Nozawa. Um, Goku keeps them both ageless. Nozawa said that, you know, Shemmel, you look just like you did the last time I saw you. You haven't aged at all. Chris Sabbath comes out. Uh, so do the voice actors for Weiss and Beerus. I'm going to fuck up. Jason Douglas is Beerus, and I can't think of Weiss's name. Ian Sinclair, I want to say, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't write it down. I should have. So the questions asked were like real fucking softball questions at this con obviously you're Seriously. having one of your own moderated i like, didn't are you excited right i do you have fun exactly and ooh, sorry i just kicked the dog by accident I, I know i've made a lot of dog murder jokes today <laughs> but i did not kick that dog on purpose just now uh you know obviously it's going to be softball kind of manila questions about the anticipation and the excitement of the movie we've got a lot of that stuff today my takeaways from this panel were not from the questions asked and the answers given. It was from one, some of the little side comments that came out of the voice actors' mouths on the American side that caught my ear. And I said, what? Hey, what'd you just fucking say? So, and, and Sabbath like kind of got my brain in the zone for that. Cause when Sabbath comes out, Monica asks him the question, like, you know, 
you must you know more about this movie than any of us do as the American voice actors because you're the director of the show, blah, blah, blah. And he says a comment about all the shit in my head would get me in trouble with a lot of lawyers right now. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah. That must be a really stressful situation for these voice actors. They can't slip up in front of this crazy big crowd at New York Comic Con because they could get you know in trouble for it potentially with their employers and, and lawyers and whatever. So it got me to thinking. They have the four voice actors out there for, I don't know, probably another 20 minutes in addition to Mazako and, and two of these um, animators for the film. And then they bring out Vic. Magnagna? Magnagna? Sure. I can't say it. And then Monica said it a totally different way than I've been saying it hmm. for however long. And I was like, oh, man. When Vic Magnagna... Magnamana. Manana. When Vic Manyamana comes out. Manamana. When yeah. When he comes out in his bright broly lace pants. Fucking nightmare before Christmas, right? They were like pirate pants, I think. Maybe. I think they had ghosts and skeleton heads on them, man. Yeah, but they were purple and for a second I was like, dude, is he trying to like say that he is Broly by wearing purple pants and the new Broly design has purple pants? That's a hell of a statement, buddy. You are like that dude looks like he's like five foot three, and like one hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> hell of a head of hair. I would <laughs> murder somebody for that dude's hair. It looks like he's trying to be uh, what's his name from Parks and Rec? What's his name? Chris Traeger, Ben Wyatt, the one that marries Leslie. No, uh... John Ralphio. Damn it, the pop. Yeah, he's all of them. He's all of them. He is all of them. <laughs> so Trying to be too much. Vic, the voice American, the, the American voice actor for Broly comes out. Vic Benomina, and something very interesting happened. First of all, dude is super flamboyant. Yeah, that caught my attention too. I think I know where you're going with this. Dude's super flamboyant. So he runs out and he said a couple of things. The first one I thought, Kyle, you're looking for something that's not there. You're making shit up. But he said something to the effect of Monica Rial introduces Vic. She said something super interesting to me that caught my eye and I had to like think about what she'd said. She said, super excited to be just getting his character started in Dragon Ball Super. And that kind of made me think for a second. I'm like, just getting the character started. He's been doing Broly for years. What do you mean just getting the character started? Oh, He's just getting the character started in Dragon Ball Soup. What? Whoa. All of a sudden, that sentence takes on a totally different connotation when you look at it a second time like that. Just getting them started in Dragon Ball Super. And I'm like, all right, maybe she misspoke. All right, maybe I'm looking for something that's not there. Don't fucking, you know, put too much stock into that. And I, I wrote it down and whatever, just in case. Um, and then when Vic comes out, he says that he's so excited to be bringing Broly into the Dragon Ball Super world. World is the interesting word to me in that sentence. It's not just the movie. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think the odds are good that Vic comes in and does Dispo's voice in the Tournament of Power like the Japan, like um, like Ben Shimada did both Broly's voice and Dispo's voice. I don't anticipate that. I think if he's just getting started in the Dragon Ball Super world, I don't know. Just getting started. Uh, I don't know, man. They they really, and those two little side comments 
And we'll get to the Shemo comment in a second because he also made a very interesting comment. I can't help but think, dude, maybe they're trying to make Broly stick around for the long term. I think they are. And I think a lot of you are anticipating me to freak the fuck out right now. But if this movie goes well, I'm I'm totally okay with it. Especially if it continues to build out the Saiyan lore that we've all been sorely fucking missing for so GD long. I personally thought that they would go the way of uh, Planet Salada. Sadala. Salada. <laughs> Salada. You need Salada. a salad, man. Yeah, no, man. I do. I'm fucking starving. Uh, I personally thought they would do that by going the way of Planet Sadala. But if we want to do it flashback retro style, somehow tie Broly in and make him a viable part of this show going forward. If they do it well, I'm in. I'm in, dude. Um, one other thing that caught my eye at this panel. Again, all super fucking softball questions. But when Vic Benomina comes out, I hope I never learn how to say his name. I hope I get to meet him one day and say, oh, my God, Vic Benomina. And he'll be like, what the fuck did you just say? And I'll be like, dude, I'm like literally a full foot taller than you. Please get out of here. <laughs> um, one other thing that I thought was interesting is when he came out, he like did this, you know, everybody welcomed him. They gave him his round of applause. He came out on stage. He walked past all the American voice actors and went to the space between Goku, uh, Sean Chemmel, and Masako Nozawa and like did the like this, oh my God, there's a two of you thing. Oh my God, which one's the real one? Like just real quick as people were rounding out the applause before he went and took his seat back, right? Not a big deal, not really noteworthy. Wasn't fucking noteworthy until you see Shemmel like react to the weird shit that and I think a lot of it is just because Shemmel is kind of a not a loose cannon on purpose I don't think I think he's got a lot of nervous energy and sometimes when shit like that's going on he doesn't know how to respond and I think he had a little bit of a slip and this slip confirms the Gogeta because when Vic is on his way back to his seat he taps Sabbath on the he's like oh my god Broly Fusion ha and I was like motherfucker did you just yell out Fusion ha he didn't say the ha but he yelled Fusion yeah, I think like we've had a billion and one hints that this was already coming, but I think that cements it. There's one thing that caught my attention. It was the whole, you're dead. Oh, no, you're dead. Oh, no. But then again, this Dragon Ball, people get wished back to life all the time. Not a big deal. Yeah. Or like <laughs> you think somebody's dead. You're like, oh, no, his power level's gone. And then like he emerges out the fucking rocks and shit. And he's like, <laughs> never mind. I've ascended to a new fucking level. <laughs> shit like that happens all the time in Dragon Ball right. too. Plus, you know, Dragon Balls. So new trailer looks fucking dope. Looks like it's going to, you know, it, it took all primarily of the past. I wonder now, are we going to get a third trailer? Perhaps at, at not Jump Festa because that shit is... Uh, after the movie. I wonder if we'll get a third trailer in November at some point. I feel like there's some event in Japan that I'm not thinking of right now. Or maybe I'm just making it up. I wonder if we'll get a third trailer in November at some point. Uh, and maybe that trailer will not focus so heavily on the past events of Dragon Ball. And more on the current day stuff. How Broly comes to Earth. Uh, you know, Maybe what his initial vendetta is with the Z Fighters. Or how Goku and Vegeta come into contact with him. Maybe we'll see a little bit more Planet Vampa, Bumpa, Vampa, Bumpa. And uh, maybe, you know, that present day thing, maybe we'll at that point get a little bit more of an idea if, uh, you know, some of the other current day Z fighters will actually get to see in this movie. 
Uh, I think we'll definitely we'll definitely see Beerus and Wiz. We'll definitely see Piccolo. Maybe go Ten Trunks and Bulma. Gohan fans, be prepared. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're getting any Gohan in this movie. He's losing an arm. He'll be there. <laughs> Bro, he's going to rip his arms off. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine that. Broly comes to Earth. He's like, man, I got to make a statement. Let me rip off this dude's arms. Oh, he's a kid? Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> this worked out beautifully. I don't think we're going to see any Go. We'll maybe see Gohan like in the beginning or... Whatever the um, present day beginning of the film is, maybe that's thirty minutes after all of the flashback stuff at the beginning of the film. We'll see Gohan at the beginning we'll, initial we'll setup. We'll have like a five second clip of him like taking care of the kids. Yeah, and, and Goku and, will be and, like, "Hey, and like Gohan, an apron. Gohan, some shit's apron. going down." He's and he's got an apron on, yeah. and he's got fucking like three volumes of an encyclopedia <laughs> in his left hand, and his kid in his right arm. Right. And he's flipping fucking flapjacks. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just too busy to go investigate. It's like, yo, right. the world might blow up. And you're like one of the top three, four strongest fighters we Pan got. sick, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I uh, I can't do it today, but... It's Pan's first fucking flute lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Pan's got a cold, though. I'm going to gather the... Dra- I'm not even going to gather Dragon Balls myself. I'm going to have one of my buddies do it and then swoop in last minute. With like a, a nice request to make sure that my baby girl ain't sick no more. <laughs> Go on sucks. Yeah. Ugh. If Alicia Marie Medeiros were here, she'd say, Make Gohan great again. <laughs> she would. I got it from a place in Canada. She would. <laughs> she would. And then she'd yell about some other stuff that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking <laughs> about. And then she'd give us all fried chicken on a stick. Subadoop. Anyway. It's going to do it for Super Dope this week. Make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Everyone. YouTube, though. I guess. I don't know. I don't care enough. <laughs> if we could offload a YouTube fucking responsibility to somebody, I'd be all about it. I think you just like seeing those numbers rise without having to do anything about it at all. It's weird. Like, <laughs> 10 new people found us last month, and all I do is hit publish on my podcast stuff, and then it just goes to YouTube by itself. I don't even know how. That's, it's like that's fucking just... magic. That's the magic of just having a wider market. You know? Imagine if I knew how to like properly tag shit on fucking YouTube. Right. Nope. Fuck that. Nope. Zero effort. So for those American dub fans, you might not know the song that I just fucking screamed at the top of my lungs to mask the sound of all of these weirdos coming into the house at the same fucking time and one of four dogs fucking consistently barking at everything. But that song is called, what the fuck's it called? Like Sakio no Fusion or some shit? Like yeah, Ultimate Fusion? Right. Fusion Reborn, Movie 12, and in, and in theme song, sung by... I wonder if I'll splice in the sound. Alright, that's it. We're gonna get going. Okay. I don't think we're gonna do a dub episode this weekend. Okay. Maybe we will. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I can't decide on what to do anymore. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>